With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Welcome to it. It is the next edition of our big broadcast. And we are going to kick things off with the amazing Niall Nickel. He joins us here on our big broadcast. Niall, how are you, sir? Well, I'm doing just fantastic, but I'll absolutely get better. So, this first story, I've got to get your thoughts on. What is this deal with this woman who took a photo and then it changed her race? Or what? What is going on here? Well, you remember we've been talking a little bit about AI and, and all of the interesting things you could do with it. And so people are playing with it to figure out all the interesting things they could do with it. Turns out while uh, messing around with an AI image processor, much like the one we talked about last week, there was an Asian-American MIT grad student that was looking to spoof up her headshot just a bit. And... Uh, so she put her, her picture in, and she's Asian-American, you could tell. Well, <laughs> the AI generator came back and all of a sudden turned her brown eyes to blue and turned her from, from that uh, sort of yellow Asian color to pure white. And she's going, whoa, wait, what was this? <laughs> so I guess it thinks that a professional photograph has to have blue eyes and white skin in order to be uh you know considered top notch wow so essentially uh wow (laughs) so 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 the ai generator is showing a little bias and uh, i don't know if you followed much of it but there's been a lot of uh of uh conflict in google uh, of late um and I say of late, over the last year, year and a half, because they actually had a group of ethicists that uh, that was there, and they started sort of raising the flag about some of these problems a few years ago. And Google said, in a simple, paraphrased way, uh, yeah, we don't really want to hear about it, and if you keep talking about it, we're going to fire you. And sure enough, they <laughs> did. Yes! That is fantastic. It is Niall Nickel. He joins us today here on our big, big broadcast. So, um, Niall, besides all this crazy AI stuff, what else is going on? Well, yeah, AI is just taking over so much of the news. In fact, almost everything that I have today is, uh, is talking about AI. But you know what? We'll give you something a little bit different. Turns out that U.S. regulators... Uh, targeted a number of banks and Wall Street firms that failed to maintain proper and adequate electronic records of employee communications. They have to keep records of all of that. Well, it turns out they started to use, they, the employees, started to use things like Signal and WhatsApp 
that that basically doesn't keep any record is untrackable and uh, and uh, needless to say the US regulators announced a combination of 540 million dollars 549 million actually uh, against all these firms you'd never guess who the biggest firm that they went after was who Wells Fargo ah. <laughs> so it turns out that Wells Fargo was certainly uh, uh, the biggest one, but let's not leave out the other big players like J.P. Morgan Chase, Goldman Sachs, Morgan Stanley, Citigroup. So they're all in there. And as a matter of fact, when they totaled up all the fines that uh, that they laid down, uh, totaled just a little bit over two billion dollars. You'd think that they'd get better at this and maybe not get into all of these problems with the government, but needless to say, they seem to like it. That's awesome. It is Niall Nickel. He's with us today. You can find him on the old Twitter machine, Niall Nickel. And uh, Niall, what, 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 what's, what's the next story you got for us, my friend? Well, let's, let's not forget, as you mentioned, the old Twitter machine, it doesn't exist anymore. Remember, yes. it's X now. It's so the you've X got to machine. get me on X. <laughs> So now it's okay to contact your ex, right? Um, <laughs> just saying. Um, <laughs> yes. Are you familiar with the deep fake technology? Does that? Yes, I I know a little bit about it. I know that Alex Jones is terribly concerned about it, and he flips out on a regular basis. I don't really uh, notice any difference in my life, but apparently there are people in the world that do these deep fakes. What 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 is going on with 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 the deep fake? today so just for those that might not be aware of it deep fakes are basically videos with audio that are completely generated they're ai generated and they're getting so good that they're very hard to detect if it's real video or if it's a deep fake and there's a lot of companies uh adobe intel are two of them that have been pursuing technology to identify deep fake technology Well, it turns out that Intel thinks that maybe they have a a solution. In fact, they've they've partnered with a company that's named the system Fake Catcher. And uh, it is an Intel sort of division. But what they're doing is they're doing a couple of things. They're looking at blood flow in, in your face because videos typically, you know, are a facial shot. And they are analyzing proper changes in blood flow that in a real video exist, in a deep fake do not. However, the video has to be good quality, but that's happening quite frequently today. So it turns out that, you know, maybe they've got a little bit of something here. Uh, So far, they claim it's about 96% accurate, but they're also looking at the way your eyes move. And it says that when uh, they look at deep fakes and the way they're created and they look at real videos, there are noticeable difference in eye movement. So between your eye movement and blood flow, they think they're getting down to be able to detect some of these deep fakes and be able to label them as such. We have got a great guest with us today. The fantastic Niall Nickel is with us. He joins us live here on our big program so, Niall, what else you got for us, my friend? Well, you know, the use of facial recognition technology has been exploding as well. Another AI story when you get down to it. 
But it turns out that facial recognition uh, has been uh, pretty imprecise, especially with people of color. Um, and uh, a big story came out of Detroit uh, just earlier this week. Actually, a, a woman was arrested. She was eight months pregnant. She was detained for 11 hours. Question, had her iPhone seized for evidence before being released. But they charged her and arrested her based on facial recognition technology. And once they got into doing the investigation, they found out very quickly it wasn't her. But, you know, she's pretty offended being eight months pregnant and having to wait in a police station and being questioned and stressed and everything else for 11 hours. So she's filed a lawsuit. But the interesting thing is, is this is the sixth incident in recent history, but the third specifically in Detroit. All of the six individuals that have been falsely accused and arrested and all of that um, have been black, so people of color. And, uh, you know, police agencies are trying to use this to be able to clear their caseload without doing deep investigation. And, uh, you know, right now they're seeing more and more bias, so more and more places around the country are now trying to outlaw the use of this technology for um for police investigation work. Um, I think it has its place, but certainly it is just a, uh, a possibility. It doesn't necessarily mean that the person should, should, they should go out and arrest the person. Maybe they should do a little bit of investigation first. You've got a great guest with us today. Of course, our fantastic friend Niall Nickel is with us, the independent freelance science, technology, and social media reporter. And he's with us today here on our big, big broadcast. So, Niall, uh, what is the final story you've got for us today? Well, you know, we'd be remiss if we didn't talk about sort of the superstar uh, of, of the current times, which is Taylor Swift. And, and Taylor was recently in Seattle, and obviously her, her uh, fans get up and they dance to the music and all of that. Well, it turns out that the dancing and jumping at her July the 22nd and 23rd tour stops caused seismic activity similar to a 2.3 magnitude earthquake at, at the location, which was Lumen Field, where her concerts were being held set a record because it turns out there was prior evidence of this uh, seismic activity from fans, but it was a Seahawks game that created the equivalent of about a 2.0 earthquake during a touchdown celebration. So uh, Taylor now holds the record for starting more earthquakes than any other music star on the planet, along with many of the other accolades that she now holds. We have got Niall Nickel with us today. Niall, before we let you go, how do we get in touch with you on social media, the websites, everything? Well, go to that famous Xbox now, the X system, formerly known as Twitter. Look me up, at Niall Nickel, and that's Niall like the river, Nickel like the coin. You can see all the things we talk about, many more, plus you get the opportunity to chat with me. Well, Niall, I really appreciate you making time for us today. I look forward to uh, chatting with you soon. Thanks for joining us, and we'll talk to you next week, my friend. It's always a pleasure. Appreciate it. There he goes. Fantastic. Niall Nickel.
And uh, lots of things going on. We have got a break coming up. Incoming, as they say. And when we come back, we have got our next guest who is locked and loaded and ready for bear. Coming up. Back here live on over 50 plus AM FM stations across the country and around the world. iHeartRadio as well. We have got a brand new marketing partner I want to tell you about today here at Transmedia Worldwide. Get on Amazon.com slash B blocks. That's right. Amazon.com slash the letter B, the letter E, the letter B, the letter L, the letter O, and the letter X. It is absolutely amazing. It is a STEM building toy. Blocks. It can be purchased on Amazon. It is a fun, fun STEM building toy. It is just a great gift for boys and girls. Check it out today. Go over to Amazon.com slash B E B. L-O-X. That's B-Blocks. And tell them you heard about it here. Transmedia Worldwide. Man Talk, Woman Talk, a Nigerian musical. It's the Battle of the Sexes, directed by Dr. Leslie Patrick. Coming to the Snellville, Georgia, South Gwinnett Performing Arts Center. September 1st, Costume Gala and Musical, African Pride at 4 p.m. September 2nd and September 3rd is the musical Man Talk, Woman Talk. Tickets are so affordable. They start at $50. It is absolutely amazing. Check it out. September 2nd, the musical is at 7 p.m. September 3rd, 2 p.m. Check it out today. It's Man Talk, Woman Talk. For more information, 631-375-1417. Purchase tickets. We are back live here on our big broadcast. Our next guest is joining us live via the old Skip Skype. Yes, the Skyperoni. Go ahead and uh, give me a brief introduction on yourself, my friend. Tell us what about yourself. Hello, uh, I'm Ariana. I'm the singer uh, of Project Renegade. We are an alternative modern metal band from Athens, Greece. Yes, from Greece. Um, and right now we have released our second uh, album, Ultra Terra, uh, through Pavement Entertainment. And I'm really happy to, you know, to join your uh, show. So tell us a little bit about how the band got started as a group. Um, actually, it was uh, me and Odi, our drummer. Um, it was several years back, uh, almost like a decade ago. We wanted to uh, just, you know, um, graduate from the whole, you know, teenage band thing uh, that goes nowhere. <laughs> we wanted to do something more professional. And, um, you know, we just wanted to um, write the music that we wanted, share the message, the message that we wanted with uh, the world and just, you know, actually reflect whatever we had in our mind, in our minds, a hundred percent through our music. So we decided to form Project Renegade and uh, we had many lineup changes, uh, to tell you the truth at the beginning. Um, and uh, finally, now we have uh, our bass player for, you know, many years uh, now. And uh, Philip, our guitarist is a, uh, uh, He's, I think, two years now, but he's our, you know, uh, uh, fresh uh, acquisition, I should say. Fantastic. We have got a great guest with us today. They join us live here on our big broadcast. Project Renegade is with us. And uh, so tell us about this latest music that you guys have out there. Um. 
Altutera, our new album, is uh, was you know like a huge project for us. It started during the pandemic, of course. We had the time to you know sit down and write um, the music that uh, we you know just you know focus on the music and uh, create something new. Uh, we right before the pandemic, we were unlucky to have released our first uh, album, Order of the Minus, and you know um, we didn't have the chance to tour that much. With that album and we said okay let's uh you know let's not you know um b- let's not be disappointed because of that uh but you know move on to the next thing um so we sat down we wrote we created uh the new album uh it has 13 songs i think um we are really proud of it it's uh it's a step up for us for sure uh, musically uh play wise i mean we are better musicians right now we are more skilled players we we were able to also um experiment with new things for me for example i used to sing only clean vocals now i have you know incorporated some scream uh vocals also in the new record um and everybody you know uh made the best they could the best effort they could to you know to step up their game and i think that's also reflected on the energy and you know the heaviness of the album that is you know um uh you know uh, it's a little bit different sound wise than the previous one uh we are really we there was you know when we uh when now that we know that the album is out there it's a huge relief for us because we've been sitting on that record for a lot of time uh, because you know, with the everything that's going on right now in the music industry, and you know, at the you know at the beginning, you know, when everything opened up, things were a little bit insecure of what's of how the you know the, the industry is gonna you know uh, work itself you know um, throughout the pandemic and the COVID situation. And now that you know our music is out there, we are really, really, really happy. Uh, and relieved and we you know we are back on touring we are back on you know uh promoting our music through live shows and we are really 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 excited for what's coming up next project renegade with us today they join us live here on our big broadcast ultra terra is out now it is an absolutely amazing collection of music and uh, project renegade with us today here on our big broadcast if you want to find them on facebook it is facebook.com slash p-r-e-n band go over and check that out today mariana the vocalist for project renegade joins us today here on our big big broadcast so what are some of the goals of project renegade um first of all you know to reach as many people as we can with our uh, music and you know uh become you know like a a sanctuary for them like you know uh the bands from our you know uh our heroes are you know like a sanctuary for us so you know the music to get out there for people to listen to it for people to you know embrace and to become a part of the renegade family and also one of our biggest you know right now um uh, goals is to come to the U.S. and uh, tour there, uh, U.S., Canada, uh, you know, um, just uh, come there because we really, really, really believe that our music and uh, is going to have like a really special um, connection with the audience uh, in the U.S. Uh, so I, this is one of the main goals that, you know, we have our mindset on, you know, uh, realizing as soon as possible. We have got Project Renegade with us today. Mariana joins us here on our big, big broadcast. So 
Project Renegade, talk to us how we can find you guys on social media, the websites, buy your music. How do we do all this? Uh, like you said, uh, on Facebook, it's P-R-E-N Band. On Instagram, it's Project Renegade Official. Same uh, goes with TikTok. Um, and, of course, you can find all of our merch uh, on Bandcamp. We are on Spotify, on Deezer, on every major digital platform, on Apple Music. Uh, you can just, you know, uh, search our name and you will find us there, find our albums, find all of our music, and, you know, you can enjoy uh, streaming the music there. We have got uh, Project Renegade with us today. They join us live here on our big, big broadcast. So we are going to play uh, your latest tune uh this is token tell us a little bit about token token is a special song it was a special situation for the album also because it was the the, the song that you know was recorded last um it originally it wasn't meant to be on the album but you know like i said uh, our new guitarist uh philip joined the band and he you know he also brought you know fresh ideas and new music and stuff that he had been working on and token was you know one of the first um songs uh one of the first ideas that he showed us and we said okay we gotta make a song out of that uh out of that uh, idea uh, we just worked on it and we weren't sure if we, if we were gonna you know include it in the album but uh, in the end because um we had uh, the deal with Pavement, you know, to to release uh, the album through a label. Uh, we said, okay, let's put that also in there. Let's make it our promo song. Let's make it, you know, uh, let's make a kick-ass video for it. And uh, that's what we did. We are going to do this. I'm going to play Sean a brief hold here on Skype. We are going to go ahead and play this track. It is Token, and it is here on your big, big broadcast. Coast to coast, butter to butter on iHeartRadio Project Renegade. Subscribe to them on the YouTubes.
That is Project Renegade. It is token, and it is here on your big, big broadcast. We are coast to coast and border to border today here on iHeartRadio. 26 minutes after the hour, thanks for joining us, and we go back to Project Renegade. Mariana joins us from Project Renegade here on the old Skip Skype. Yes, the Skyper Rooney. So, uh, Mariana, what what has been the reaction and reception to this music video that you guys have put together here? Because it's fantastic. Thank you so much. Um, actually, you know, um, the the react the you know the reception was you know uh, really positive, and you know we have um, we have heard a lot of you know encouraging comments and positive comments by uh, the people that you know saw the video. Um, what I appreciate most is that you know they uh, recognize how much attention we have given to every last detail. Um, because it was a huge uh, project to undertake. Uh, there was, you know, like combat uh, training and weapons training in it. And, you know, you because there's a lot of VFX and 3D art involved in the video, uh, we need to do a lot of pre-production uh, in order to know how to move, how to, you know, move around in the, in the environment, how to light every scene. So, uh, you know, seeing and hearing people recognize all the hard work that we did and the fact that you know we didn't just do another you know uh band video in the studio with uh, no thought process whatsoever um you know it's really 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 um it's really nice because you know all that work and all the time that we put on it uh you know actually paid off and uh, you know and it's also the first time that we've done uh, something like that as a band and we were really really excited to see uh, how it would turn out. And uh, we truly believe that this is the best, you know, video we've done so far. Uh, and it does justice to the song and, you know, to the aesthetics and to the message and whatever, you know, we want to, um, we want the output of Project Renegade to be out in the world. Fantastic. Fantastic. We have got a great guest with us today. Mariana is with us from... Project Renegade, she joins us live here on our big broadcast. So what are your guys' goals over the next six months or so? Um, to tour as much as possible, first of all, because, you know, uh, uh, we have all that new music that needs, you know, to, we need to share with the world. Um, and like I said, you know, um, if we can come over to, uh, to the U.S. and to Canada and just, you know, tour there, our music, that would be really great. We have also planned some videos uh, in order to promote even more singles from the album. And, you know, actually we are, we still, uh, we are right now writing new stuff. We just never stop doing that. And uh, we really hope, you know, to maybe put out a, a new single or some new material in the next uh, few months. Fantastic. It is Mariana. She joins us today here from Project Renegade. So once again, how do we get in touch with Project Renegade online? Excuse you me, can, social uh, media, all the various places. Tell us about it, my friend. Tell us! <laughs> uh, on Facebook, P-R-E-N Band. On uh, Instagram and TikTok, Project Renegade Official. Uh, and of course, uh, Project Renegade on Bandcamp on Spotify, on Apple Music, these are your name it, in every digital platform, you can uh, find us there and stream our music. 
It is Project Renegade. I really appreciate you making time for us today. Thanks for coming on and chatting with us. And uh, we will talk to you soon. Have yourself a blessed, blessed day, my friend. Thank you so much. It was an honor to be on your show. And have a nice day. Definitely. You too. Thank you, my friend. There she goes. That is Mariana. Project Renegade, we are going to take a break. When we come back, we have got more coming up. It is your big broadcast. Back here live on over 50-plus AM FM stations across the country and around the world, iHeartRadio as well. We have got a brand-new marketing partner I want to tell you about today here at Transmedia Worldwide. Get on Amazon.com slash B blocks. That's right, Amazon.com slash the letter B, the letter E, the letter B, the letter L, the letter O, and the letter X. It is absolutely amazing. It is a STEM-building toy. Blocks. It can be purchased on Amazon. It is a fun, fun STEM-building toy. It is just a great gift for boys and girls. Check it out today. Go over to Amazon.com slash B-E-B-L-O-X. That's B-Blocks. And tell them you heard about it here. Transmedia Worldwide. Man Talk, Woman Talk, a Nigerian musical. It's the Battle of the Sexes, directed by Dr. Leslie Patrick. Coming to the Snellville, Georgia, South Gwinnett Performing Arts Center. September 1st, Costume Gala and Musical, African Pride at 4 p.m. September 2nd and September 3rd is the musical Man Talk, Woman Talk. Tickets are so affordable, they start at $50. It is absolutely amazing. Check it out. September 2nd, the musical is at 7 p.m. September 3rd, 2 p.m. Check it out today. It's Man Talk, Woman Talk. For more information, 631-375-1417. Purchase tickets online. CrabiteUSA.com. That's C-R-A-B-I-T-E-S-U-S-A.com. CrabiteUSA.com. Tickets start at $50. It is absolute. September 2nd, September 3rd. Get your tickets now. Do it today. CrabiteUSA.com. We are back here on our big broadcast. Dr. Carroll joins us here on our... We are back here on our big broadcast. Dr. Carroll joins us here on our big broadcast. We love having Dr. Carroll on our big broadcast. And uh, Dr. Carroll, there is a lot going on uh, today in the news and, and all over the place. Uh, first of all, but before we get going, bring us up to speed on how we get a hold of you online, my friend. Um, well, uh, com, which is D-R-C-A-R-O-L-E.com. My um, Twitter, uh, I'm not going to say X, I refuse. My Twitter <laughs> <laughs> is D-R-C-A-R-O-L-E-M-D. And um, if anyone is filing a lawsuit or the uh, defendant in a lawsuit, um, my the best website. Oh, actually, no. Let me go. Let me start mentioning uh, most of all my terroristtherapist.com 
website since we are approaching 9-11. So I want people to be aware of that. I'm going to be doing what I did last year, last two years, again, having a um, billboard, uh, a mobile billboard going around Manhattan and D.C. Um, with a, a video that I created about uh, why we shouldn't forget 9-11 and, um, you know, certain signs you may show things that are triggered by 9-11 and things like that, how to talk to kids about it, all good things. So <laughs> That is <laughs> awesome. That is right awesome. Now. I think that is fantastic that you do that uh, because there are a lot of education folks anymore who they've stopped talking about 9-11, and I think that that is, uh, I'm glad that you're doing that. Tell us a little bit more about this, that what you're doing. Well, yes, you know, it's, it's, um, it really, it, it's not just an accident, or it's not just our memories, um, you know, that are making us forget. Uh, you know, we don't want to remember things that are painful, and of course, our 11 it was painful. But there is really a concerted effort by our, uh, the White House, our Obama-Biden White House, to make us forget. And um, such things like uh, last year, they let one of the 9-11 museums in Manhattan go under instead of bailing it out because the, um, the lockdowns caused people to go less often or not at all to some museums. So they lost a lot of money and they couldn't continue. And did our government uh, spend money for that? No. They hired um, tax, extra tax, um, uh, you know, people to oh, yeah. collect taxes from yeah. us and, and all kinds of other things. But not, and it's because they don't want us to remember that terrorism um, is still a danger, you know, um, and it certainly is. The only reason why it's the attacks seem to have gone down in America, but they are still flourishing in Europe, um, is because of because of the lockdowns, you know, because we weren't in, in places on the streets or uh, in concert halls and things like that where terrorists typically went with their with their uh, suicide bombs. Um, but they are in Europe is crawling with uh, terror attacks, especially France, but also England and so on. And it's because they have been letting in for several years now um, migrants from radical Islamist countries. And they, you know, we recently had the riots in France, for example. Um, and this is all over Europe, especially Western Europe. Um, terrorists have, you know, been, been coming in droves. And um, that is why there are more attacks, not just attacks, you know, terrorist attacks per se, but there's more crime. You know, terrorists from, from a lot of the countries that these people come from, the, um, the rules of society are not the same. So people, kids and, and women are getting raped, um, you know, lots of crime. And why this is so significant, <laughs> why it's worth talking about, uh, besides for the poor people, you know, who this is happening to, um, we are having the same thing happening in America we, with the open borders, the open southern borders. Um, there are people who have been found to be on the terrorist watch list who have been allowed to go into America. That's the ones that they've caught and, and looked up that they're on the terrorist watch list. There are many others who just got in quietly. So we are, you know, we're sitting on a time bomb. We have got Dr. Carol Lieberman with us today. She is amazing. And uh, 
originally we had a different topic, but I want to yeah. talk about this. Uh, this this is <laughs> well, Doctor Carol. One of the things I, I find absolutely amazing is that when, which I, I don't find I don't find this amazing. I, I find it that that you know I, I wish Biden was was like Trump in this aspect that. Um, when Donald Trump was in was in the White House, uh, there wasn't a lot of this terrorist stuff going on because they did not know what he would do. Uh, there was a um, I'm trying to remember what it was, but there was an an I believe a base of some sort, maybe an Air Force base or something in the Middle East that the United States uh, was operating, and there were some terrorists that had made some problems. And Trump put a bunch of Navy SEALs on some planes and flew them over there, and they took care of the problem. And as soon as that happened, no more problems out of terrorism during the entire Trump administration. (laughs) Well, he did a lot of things. You know, he... um, he, there were a lot of different things that he that he or, organized, and he got the message across that yes. he wasn't going to uh, to tolerate this kind of thing. Absolutely. And that's the one thing that I've noticed that Joe Biden just he just can't. And I shouldn't say Joe Biden. I I, I should get out of the. I, I should get out of this whole thing of saying Joe Biden this, Joe Biden that. Joe Biden doesn't even know what time zone he's in. Uh, the people that are in charge of Joe Biden, they uh, just they just, yes. they just Obama can't. Who just killed his chef? Yes. Well, I was getting ready to talk about that. This is a crazy deal because that guy obviously heard something, seen something, something happened, and then voila, he's gone. That is such a strange story. Talk, talk to us a little bit about this and 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 kind of piece piece all this together from from uh, you know various sources that you have and different things you've done research over the years. What what give us your take on this? Well, first of all, um, in my opinion, I've said this many many times. Obama is the worst president that we have ever had. And um, he has had from the beginning um, an an agenda to destroy America, uh, including via terrorists, making it easier for terrorists. He's the one who made it hard for like the um, CIA and different organizations in Washington to even talk about, to use the words, radical Islamists, you know, to. And of course, you have to look at um, his childhood, you know, where he was taught. Um, in Muslim schools and so on. And some of that, you know, when you're a child and you take some of that in, uh, of course he denies all of that, you know, but, um, but I think that that is definitely psychologically uh, affecting him, if, un- if, if only unconsciously, but I don't know that it is only unconsciously. But anyhow, um, so he has been, you know, apparently he said that he would like a third term, but he would like to do it from the basement. And he has gotten his wish. You know, he put Joe Biden in there. Or, well, you know, he, he helped Joe Biden to get to get elected. And we, we have, that's a whole other thing, how, how, you know, what happened to the election. But, um, but anyhow, so now Joe Biden, who, yes, um, doesn't know what time zone he's in, um, is, is the face of the White House. And really, Obama is pulling the strings. Do you know, I just said this a couple, about a month ago. I talked about this, about the Biden, about 
uh, Biden running the, the White House. And I was on a program in, um, in London, you know, a television show in, yeah. in um, the U.K., and um, they were like, it, it's like stopped everything. And then there were headlines afterwards. Psychiatrist says <laughs> Obama is running the White House. I didn't really think it was some that it was news. You know, I thought more people knew about that, but I guess, I guess not. In any case, he is pulling the strings, and um, that's why you know no one has been taking more, making more of an effort to um, impeach Biden, uh, bring him, make him take a cognitive test, uh, all those kinds of things. So we're kind of stuck at this point, um, you know, between Biden and, um, and uh, McConnell and Feinstein and Fetterman. Um, oh, my God. Taking cognitive exams. Yes. And, yes. Um, you know, and, and I, you know, I mean, I feel compassion for them. I'm not trying to, uh, you know, make fun of them or whatever, but um, but they don't belong running our country anymore. No, no. It it reminds me of the Skeksis from the Dark Crystal. <laughs> they just what? they they just won't go away. There there was this movie in the '80s, I believe. It was called The Dark Crystal. And they had these these uh, really, really old beings in this movie that were running the entire planet, and they were oh. called Skeksis. And I just, I just, it just reminds me of the Dark Crystal, because all of these old, old people are running things, and they've got these little handlers who are telling them things. Like with Feinstein, uh, there's a video of her, I believe it was last week, where they wanted her to vote present or or whatever on this bill, and instead she starts cutting this promo about how this is a great thing and we need to do this and we need to do that. And you have this advisor who leans over and is caught on the microphone several times saying, just say present. Just say present. (laughs) And she's, you know, talking and she's like, this is a great thing for the military because the military needs funding. And and he goes, just say present. And I'm like, okay, who's that guy? (laughs) (laughs) That's the Uh guy that's running her. Yes, yes, that's right. Yes. And and, um, we saw McConnell the other day when he. Oh, my God. Yes. He couldn't say anything. and, And. and people came to his. At least they didn't, you know. Tell, well, they were telling him to please get off the, get off the, away from the podium. Yes. because they're making a fool of yourself and all of us. Um, so, yes. Well, a few years ago, Joe Biden got lost at some Easter thing, and all of a sudden, this Easter bunny yes. had to go up to him and whisper yes. some stuff that into was, his ear and guide him away. Yes, that was a classic. That's right. I, I just, it's amazing to me, Dr. Carol. We have got a great guest with us today. Dr. Carol Lieberman is with us. And we're talking about all sorts of different things today. Um, <laughs> do, Dr. Carol, uh, what is the thing that, you know, with this whole situation, with with, with these you know, various people that are that are in charge, but not really in charge. Uh, is it so much that we need to find better candidates and, and primary all these people and get rid of them that way? Or what, what is the what is the best way to handle this? <laughs> well, 
Well, in a perfect world, um, their loved ones or their trusted associates <laughs> would take them aside and say, listen, you have um, made a, a, a great leg- legacy. You have left a great legacy for yourself in politics. Yes. Do you really want to ruin it by this last year or two? You know, um, making a fool of yourself, or maybe you could say it a little more kindly than that. <laughs> um, not, not having as great a legacy. Um, let's leave well enough. You know, it's kind of like um, an athlete leaving at the top of their career. Um, yes. You know, so that they can always be remembered as a legend and for the good things that they did. Because now these people are going to be remembered for the for the. You know how they made a fool of themselves. Yes. It's time. Some, somebody has to. Somebody has to come with a hook. <laughs> that's <laughs> right. That's to, right. Get the hook. <laughs> it's time to, to go. I mean, really. You know, from a psychological or a medical viewpoint, these are people who should be at home <laughs> and yes. um, enjoying the the years of their life that they have. Yes. Done, and getting medical attention. You know, getting help. To um, to recover as much mental capacity as they can, and um, not to not to go da- down in flames like this, and, and so it's really sad. I have always said that whenever I see something happen with Joe Biden and he is out there, you know, either falling down steps or he's mispronouncing words or whatever, I often. I often think it's elder abuse because it's like mm-hmm. this guy should be home walking his dog. He shouldn't mm-hmm. be running the country. <laughs> right, right. He even has trouble walking his dog. Yeah. Remember? <laughs> and I just, I, 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 I just am amazed by this. But one thing I do want to get your take on before we, yes. before we wrap up today, and that is something that yes. you talked about earlier in the show, and we kind of glanced over it because we were talking about the craziness. Um. One of the things that we did on election night with the Trump-Biden election was about 11 o'clock or midnight, I had, we did a live, you know, election special across all of our different networks and stations that we were on, and I had people, you know, I, I had my, my co-host in studio, John Mosier, with a laptop, you know, running down results. I had IQ Al Rizzoli uh-huh. in Europe watching results, and at midnight, it was over. And it was going to be a Trump re-election. And then I woke up the next day, and at 6 or 7 in the morning, they said, nope, Joe Biden wins. (laughs) How does this happen? Only (laughs) kidding. I had the same experience. Yes, absolutely. Um, And, you know, it has never, I mean, we know lots of things that went wrong. um, Yes. But the, you know, I think there are still more things to be to be figured out but i mean the main thing is we have to make sure that it doesn't happen to fix them one of the things that was so uh, unbelievable and yet we all sat and watched this and nobody did anything was um in some of the elections um that, that were still going on they where they the the polls didn't let put cardboard do you remember that i think was that in oh yes they, yes they they, they, they put, put them up on the windows up. So that people couldn't watch, which of course is illegal. You're supposed to, you know, it has to be uh, in order in order for it to be a valid election. There has to be people being able to watch what was going on, and of course, 
they did that because there was funny business going on. And uh, but we all just sat and watched watched it. I mean, we have to. <laughs> we all need to get balls, folks. <laughs> <laughs> well, maybe not all of us, half of us. Well, actually, that gets to be a more complicated. <laughs> that's a more complicated issue with these days. But I mean, we have to stand up. Yes. Yeah. I I, I just I am amazed that this is happening the way that it is and you know i know that a lot of people they make comments here and there about you know various people who are who are standing up for election reform and all these things and a lot of times here's the thing i don't if it was a if it was a democrat that it happened to i wouldn't have liked it either i didn't right. like some of I've, I haven't liked some of the things in the past that the Republicans have pulled on Democrats and I don't like it when Democrats pull it on Republicans mm-hmm. and I just always think man both sides just really don't like people to vote <laughs> just don't like it for some reason it's but I wanted to get your take on that Dr. Carroll before before we let yes. you go yes um, um, I mean very few people will still stand up and say even that there was something fishy. <laughs> yes. Loudly. Something fishy about the uh, 2020 election. Yes. Well, Dr. Carroll, before we let you go, uh, once again, run it down for us. How do we get in touch with you online and social media and all that? Okay, sure. Well, first of all, um, again, the uh, terroristtherapist.com website, I would... You can actually see the video that um, goes on the trucks on my website. Um, what else? Um, you know, I, I mentioned um, uh, Twitter. Twitter. Yep. Uh, at uh, Dr. Carol MD. Um, that, 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 oh, oh. Well, also, I have I do a, a podcast called the Terrorist Therapist Show. Um, that is something that people might be interested in. And Dr. Carol's Couch on Voice America. Fantastic. Well, I really appreciate you making time. I look forward to chatting with you again, Dr. Carroll. Have yourself a wonderful, wonderful day, my friend. Thank you. You Thank too. you, my friend. There she goes, the fantastic Dr. Carol Lieberman. And uh, that wraps it up here for this edition. We are going to take a brief time out. Come back on board. Talk, Woman Talk, a Nigerian musical. It's the Battle of the Sexes, directed by Dr. Leslie Patrick. Coming to the Snellville, Georgia, South Gwinnett Performing Arts Center. September 1st, Costume Gala and Musical, African Pride at 4 p.m. September 2nd and September 3rd is the musical Man Talk, Woman Talk. Tickets are so affordable, they start at $50. It is absolutely amazing. Check it out. September 2nd, the musical is at 7 p.m. September 3rd, 2 p.m. Check it out today. It's Man Talk, Woman Talk. For more information, 631-375-1417. Purchase tickets online. CrabiteUSA.com. That's C-R-A-B-I-T-E-S-U-S-A.com. CrabiteUSA.com. Tickets start at $50. It is absolute. September 2nd, September 3rd. Get your tickets now. Do it today. CrabiteUSA.com. Welcome back to our big broadcast. Sandra Lee is going to join us here in just a few seconds. She, of course, has the Dear Donald books on Barnes & Noble. Go 
over to Barnes & Noble online or go buy them in a Barnes & Noble somewhere. We have got the fantastic Sandra Lee joining us here on the telephone. Sandra, welcome back to the big broadcast. How are you, my friend? I'm just great. I feel like singing. <laughs> I feel like singing. What? 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 Why do you feel what like singing today, Sandra? Well, it's almost like falling in love. Now, why should I be that happy? I'll tell you why. My son is visiting from New York with okay. my grandson. My other grandson is joining him in a few days. Uh, my son is bringing his fiance, who is just delightful. So I'm thrilled with that. But, you know, I'm not thrilled with what's going on in New York. Do you know that 500,000 New Yorkers have left New York? Really? I mean, it's really not good. And this is happening in a lot of um, Democrat cities where people are very unhappy with the government, with the way things are going, with the economy. And they're starting to protest. But I'm not unhappy about that because... I think it's good that people are standing up and saying, I don't, I don't like what's going on here. I, I, I want to be in a different environment, a different political environment, a different way of thinking. Here's what I want to talk about today, James. I'm, I want to be positive, but I have to be realistic. What is really the most important thing that we have to address right now? Biden and Trump. All these other people, they're running, they're not running, they're going, they're not going. What's going to happen to them? They'll make it. They won't make it. What, we all know what the truth is. We know that Trump is not going to give up. He is not going to give up. The man is relentless. We know that Biden is a mess. But what is their choice on the Democrat side? It's like, you, you know, you look at the other names that they suggest, and they're, who wants them? Nobody. Not even the Democrats. So it's going to be a scene. The green energy climate change is what Biden talks about all the time. It's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. He's selling out to the Chinese. Americans hate Biden's direction there. But Biden has sold out to China. Billions of dollars invested in green energy is overkill. We're not ready for that. In green energy all over the world, we're just not ready for it. It's, it's not appealing to the public. Appliance crackdowns are aggravating. Consumers, energy-efficient machines can create more problems than they solve. This is happening all over the place, and you know, business is going down under because we're not ready for this yet. We have to slowly move into a green energy, maybe. We're not even sure it's the best decision. People love gas grills, and they love their regular electricity, and they love their, their wonderful way of living. They're not ready to give all this up. These electric cars are a disaster. They're not really working. We can't even put energy into them. People don't feel really secure in them. Bidenomics is not working. Bidenomics is broken. So, you know, Biden. It's a nightmare. His administration is a nightmare. Let's look at the reality. The border is a nightmare. You know, what a dream this has been. I just am very positive. But the border is a nightmare. 
the immigrants are coming in by the thousands, by the hundreds of thousands. They're being moved into communities all over the country where they're really not wanted. You know, they're taking over schoolyards and parks, and 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 you know, the, the the residents of these cities are beside themselves. They can't handle it. It's not a hundred or two hundred or three hundred or eight hundred. It's thousands and thousands and thousands. It feels like an invasion. These people aren't properly vetted. It's a mess. The bungling of the student loan crisis by Biden is a nightmare. He wants to buy votes with giveaways. That's not working for a lot of his people, for a lot of any people. The current status of public school learning is a disaster. Now, I was a public school teacher. I have great respect for teachers. I love teaching, but I hate what's happening to the public school systems in the United States of America. These teachers, unions, Democrat-run have taken over and they have watered down the strength and the wonderful expression and the huge success of the American school system. It is not what it used to be, and we're not competing with the rest of the world adequately. Printing a huge amount of money that does not strengthen the buying power of the dollar is what Biden is doing. You can't just print your way out of this mess. It's like you keep telling us, what a prosperous world we're in, thanks to him. But we're all feeling something very, very different. You can't fool me with these numbers that are going up and down and inside out. The truth of the matter is my lifestyle is diminishing, not increasing and improving. I'm watching my pennies way more than I did under Trump. Clean energy projects, again with Biden, you know, he's try, trying to prove himself to be uh, this winner in this category. But he's really just selling out to China. That's what he's doing. It's money, money, money for Biden. And he doesn't care about anything else. To be more trouble, clean energy is going to bring us more trouble and more cost than it's worth. We're not ready for that. We're just not ready for it. And the truth of the matter is that gas and oil and all the things that we're, we're cleaning it up beautifully in this country. When Trump was dealing with that, we were the energy dominant in the world, and it was cleaner energy than the energy we're buying at high cost from all over the world, from our enemies, mind you. Thank you, Biden. You're such a jerk. You know, do I speak like that? No, I like to sing happy songs. But that's the way I feel about this man. The evidence mounting of corruption in the Biden-Hunter White House and the rest of the Biden family. It's the whole group of the relatives in the Biden family. They're a criminal group. You know, we're all beginning to see this. It's pretty horrifying. Not to mention that with Biden, prices are all up. You know, they're up 16% at least. Wages are gobbled up by inflation. Looks like everybody's making more money. But everything's costing so much more. Bidenomics is not working. Gas prices are up and up and up. Biden is not only corrupt, he's senile. He's senile. The man doesn't even know what he's doing. Biden's influence peddling with his son is a huge, dishonest, very dishonest, anti-American criminal 
and dangerous as it weakens us as a country. The American people need to see this for what it is. It's criminal. It's crooked. It's dangerous. He is selling us out to our enemies. So good. They'll ride off into the sunset and they'll be filthy rich. But what's going to happen to the rest of us? The Biden border is a nightmare. Fentanyl. Just fentanyl is killing our youth. It is totally a disaster. The Kabul airport exit was a nightmare. The Gold Star parents are finally protesting it. Nightmare. That word nightmare keeps coming up for me over and over again. But with Trump, I don't use the word nightmare. That word does not come to my mind. Trump is way ahead in the polls. All roads lead to Trump. No matter what they throw at Trump, the fans, his fans, want him. Trump is facing hundreds of felony charges. Hundreds! Trump wants cameras in the courtroom. Trump is fine with having cameras in the courtroom. The Democrats want them, too. Trump says that all these indictments against him are just pushing his poll numbers up, higher and higher. His fans are furious that Trump is a victim of political persecution. Four indictments. We got through two of them. Now we are waiting the January 6th and the Georgia one. And the January 6th and the Georgia one are both nightmares. In both cases, Trump will likely prevail. Trump stands up over and over and over again. He's impervious. You can't knock this man down. He is, again, against this endless persecution. He stands up against it. He's strong. He's brave. He's determined. He warns the Democrats, if you go after me with this sham, this sham of indignation, I will go after you. Trump will go after them, he says over and over again. This is like being in a third world country. And he is not going to back down and be frightened by the Democrats. Donald Trump is clearly... The victim of a political persecution, he is a target. It's unjust. It's unfair. It infuriates his base against everybody that he endlessly persecutes, that they persecute Trump, and it infuriates the base. They don't like it, and it's actually invigorating his base to root for him. I didn't think that would happen, but it's happening. They love Trump. They fight for Trump all the harder to get him back into the White House. Listen, Trump is a winner. Right now, when it comes to kitchen table issues, when Trump was in South Carolina, his focus was on the economy. It's the economy stupid. The Biden administration must be honest with members. All things considered under Biden are crooked Joe. The American real income is down. 7400 a year. He makes it sound like it's up, but it's not. It's not because everything costs more. With Trump, we were ahead, truly up $6,000 a year. Trump is on message, and I'm going to end with this, if you can put up with me for one more minute. Make our economy strong is what Trump says. With receiving energy independence, we have to revive that. Biden begs 
our enemies for oil. Trump made us the most energy-independent nation in the world. With Trump, there is prosperity, real prosperity, not pretend prosperity. With Trump, tax cuts are permanent. With Trump, there is peace between Russia and Ukraine. That's what he says he can pull off. And you know what? I think he can do it. With Trump, our borders are secure. The man is a miracle worker. With Trump, our schools are improving. With Trump, there is school choice. With Trump, there's the ending of critical race theory in schools. Does not buy this nonsense that the teachers' unions are trying to shove down our drugs. And I'm a former teacher, so I'm still sticking up for Trump. With Trump, returning power to parents to raise their children is important. And with Trump, world peace is possible. He had it, and he'll have it again. Amen. So that's my prayer. <laughs> Sandra Lee with us today. She joins us live here on our big broadcast. Well, as we wrap up the show here, Sandra, how do people get your books and, and everything else? They go to Barnes & Noble, or they go to any bookstore where books are sold. And um, it's easy. It's easy. And the first book is Dear Donald, Letters from the Loving Deplorable. All my books are letters that I write. So you learn about me and you learn about everything about Donald as well. And the second book is Dear Donald, Four More Years. The cover has balloons all over it. I couldn't wait for him to be in the White House again. And boy, did that backfire. But guess what? He never left that <laughs> White House. That his voice has been so powerful. He, he's never left. His power never left this country. And the third book, which I'm almost done with, is Dear Donald, A Rainbow in a Winter Sky. Well, Sandra, I really appreciate you making time for us today. Thanks for coming on our broadcast. I look forward to uh, chatting with you soon. Have yourself a wonderful, wonderful day, my friend. I really appreciate it. My pleasure. You take care, sweetheart. Talk to you soon. Thank you, my friend. There she goes. That's Sandra Lee. And that is that. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.